Hey, hey, homebodies, what's happening? It's your girl, Rachel Presser, the Toe Lady, um, coming to you live from New York and wishing you a happy belated Valentine's Day. Almost a month to the date, actually, because I'm way behind on the recording schedule that should have been out about a month ago. Better late than never, though, right? And it doesn't have to be Valentine's Day to celebrate a lot of the perks of living single, because that's exactly what I covered in this piece. A lot of people, you know, tend to, like, think about, you know, like, studio apartments, like, one-bedroom units, or just the fact that, like, more Americans are living alone nowadays if, you know, if you can afford to have your own place. And they tend to regard it as, like, this sad, pathetic kind of thing. Um, or maybe not. Depends on the circles you're in and depends on the region. But, I mean, as someone who has been, like, living single in New York for a long time, some people either think that's incredible like something to aspire to or they're like wow that's really fucking pathetic i feel bad (laughs) and i think it's all about what you make of it you know so if you're long-term single or maybe you're just you know fresh out of a divorce and feeling kind of vulnerable right now dude it's gonna be okay it's gonna be okay girl the two ladies got you i'm gonna show you why living single is fucking awesome even, look, I mean, no matter what your status is, you know, whether you're happy, you know, being by yourself or you're not happy about it, there's still just a lot of perks about having your own place. And if you've been, like, living by yourself as long as I have, you do kind of become inured to it. Um, you know, but if it's, like, a novelty for you, maybe you are feeling the joys of it or the pain of it, really, like if you'd like to cohabiting with somebody. But I'm going to walk you through why it's actually really fucking awesome to have the place all to yourself. Like, one of the foremost things being that you can decorate however the hell you want. You don't have to clash with anybody about, like, a color that they don't like or a pattern or aesthetic that they don't like. I mean, couples clash about this constantly, some, like, also maybe just don't care and will let, you know, like, one partner, like, pick up the, you know, the reins however they want. But if you have, like, a specific aesthetic that you really dug but your partner didn't, like, if you just wanted to paint the whole place black because you can, they may not have liked it. But it's your place. You can do whatever the hell you want with it now. So take advantage of it, you know, like, decorate however you want. Go hog wild with your aesthetic um get whatever like weird quirky decorations that like you want to put up that you found at like the thrift store or at like game conventions or wherever else you go like it's totally your choice of how you want to decorate the place so take advantage of it and yeah get whatever furnishing furniture um and appliances that you want because once again you're you're not sharing it with anybody you don't have to worry about like if that mattress yo isn't like a good enough consistency for somebody else um and if you and if it if that switch changes you can always just you know do the do the in vogue thing and go get separate beds or separate bedrooms um but when it's just you by yourself um yeah you can just like decorate and furnish however the hell you want and there is nothing greater than starfishing on a king-sized bed by yourself. Like, I got a queen bed at home, and it's it's like the rest of my apartment. You know, it's a lot of space for a girl and her toad. But 
if I was going to have a partner over, you know, it can get kind of crowded if it's going to be like a more permanent thing. It's fine for a guest for the night, but not really good for the long term. I don't know. I'm open to changing that if the situation changes. But point is, you can get whatever furniture you want. And there is nothing quite like starfishing on a huge ass bed by yourself. Like, having all that room to just spread out is, like, I think, like, the greatest thing I have, like, loved about being a single professional. I think it's just one of those things I'm never, ever giving up. Um, never. Um... I don't know. There's something just so amazing about having, like, a really huge bed to just spread out and, you know, hey, you got room, like, for all the stuff you need to ship post all night. You could take a laptop in the bed and no one's gonna fucking yell at you about it. Like, no. Whatever device you want to take in there, go to town, buddy. Bring it bring it in with you. Get a power strip. I, I mean, you could just, like, really, really take it to the next level. If you're not going to get a gaming bed, it, like putting a power strip in the bed is just like the next best thing you can do. I mean, how else am I going to get my DS to go charge? So, yeah, and so on that note, yeah, you can like set up like a gaming rig however you want. Get that gaming bed. Nothing can stop you now. Um, and then on a, more, on a more unrelated note, you can also get whatever pets you want because... No one else is there to tell you that, like, they don't like your pet or they don't get them. Now, you see, I have a very um, hard and fast rule when it comes to potentially letting a gentleman into my life. Um, you must like toads and bulbasaurs or I don't want to know you. Um, it's a pretty simple rule, actually. You don't need to be super well-versed in reptile care or amphibian biology, but you must at least like toads enough or you don't pass the test. And I should have known my ex was not the one when my toad did not like him. Or maybe dislike is kind of a strong word. She was just very nonplussed, unlike how she took to my friends, she took to my family and was very friendly to them and very affectionate with them. Whenever he came over, she was just very like, oh god, he's over again and just... Was, I think she showed her displeasure. And I should have known then that that wasn't, that wasn't it. And so, that's the thing. Like, I've had dudes, like, you know, say that, oh, like, I don't get the toad thing. Well, well too bad. What, what, what did you think you were getting? I'm known as the toad lady. What the hell did you think you were getting? So when you're single, you got your own place, you can have as many toads as you want. I mean, get that exotic pet you always wanted or even if it's not an exotic pet, like, if you just don't, like, if your partner, like, didn't like dogs, they didn't like cats, you know, like, get, get that dog or cat you always wanted. Like, I mean, I remember when my sister, um, you know, used to date somebody, and he actually, like, literally asked her, like, I he's like, yeah, I think you love, like, your dog more than you love me, and he was 100% correct. <laughs> And, yeah, I, I, I think, I forget what the question was, like, word for word, but I think it was, like, he asked if, if, like, the house was on fire. Would she sooner save him or the dog? And she, of course, chose the dog. And, no, I think she chose correctly, because he turned out to be a cheating bastard anyway. Uh, oh, I remember, 
I remember that day when the fight erupted uh, at home. Oh boy. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, she chose the dog. I mean, I, I, cho I chose um, amphibians. <laughs> but that's the thing. When you have your own place and you're living single, yeah, you can get whatever pets you want and outfit your home as necessary. Um, because I know that there's certain precautions you need to take place with, like, puppy-proofing your house. Just like how you would have to baby-proof if you were having a kid. And even when you have exotic pets, you also sometimes have to snake or wizard-proof a house, too, because they like to get into certain areas. Um, it's a little different when you have a frog or a toad that, like, lives in their biosphere. But even then, I still had to make a little, like, toady playpen that was separate, like, from the rest of the house. So it would be, like, a safe place for my toad to play. <laughs> um, yeah, and so that's the thing. You, you can do that when you have your own place. Um, that's a big perk of, li of living single that a lot of people tend to overlook. And even if, yes, even if pets aren't your thing... It's just the fact that it's your sanctuary, you know, you can decide how you're going to decorate it, how you're going to furnish it, like, what kind of appliances that you do and don't want. Like, maybe, like, you know, you don't want a fancy coffee maker or something. Like, I, yeah, I'm the type who uses a drip instead of a, instead of a Keurig or, like, those, like, several hundred dollar rigs, you know, that, like, practically make pancakes for you because I just don't have the room <laughs> um and even if I did have the room I'd rather devote the counter space you know to food prep or storing different things I don't want one of those fancy coffee makers and then when you have to combine finances you may be upset like that your partner you know yeah like spent a lot of money on like a fancy coffee maker you don't want or this gotta be a coffee maker it can be anything you know either way it can be something that like you don't use and that you don't like having there, well, it's your place. You can do what you want with it now. And then it goes the it goes the opposite direction too. So that like so that if you have that appliance that like they think is wasteful or stupid, you can buy it now. Like I was like reading that piece in the Atlantic, you know, that came out last month about how like the KitchenAid mixer and and like Le Creuset um, casserole pans, you know, have become like this hallmark of millennials attempt to like have stability because these things used to be expensive wedding gifts but there's like millions of single women and single men too and people of marginalized genders who who own them you know that you don't have you don't have to wait until you get married to own these things or to buy a house you can just get them and in fact it's like the closest like thing that many millennials are ever going to have to some semblance of stability and yeah, so if your partner didn't really want you to spend the money on a KitchenAid, well, screw that. You can get one now. <laughs> go make like go make a shit ton of cookies or make bread with it or sauces, whatever you want. It's your kitchen. You could do whatever the hell you want with it. And yeah, so as you can see, like there's a ton of perks of living single. It doesn't have to be lonely and miserable. It's only if, like, you're really choosing to look at it that way. You have to look at, like, a partner coming into your life and your home as a way, a way that it'll be different. And, you know, how are they maybe going to add to it? Perhaps if 
if you were in a situation that, you know, where cohabiting was miserable and you couldn't do a lot with your own space, they just you know, weren't the right one. Um, like, if you have, you know, yeah, like, someone you will bring into your life who's going to make it better, well, then, like, how are you going to have your home also reflect that? And even if, like, you you find the right one, you love this person to death, you may still have some incompatibilities, you know, when it comes to the type of home that you want to get, how you're going to occupy that space. Like, if they have, like, say they have, like, a food allergy or something, and then you have to be, like, really careful with what kind of appliances you get and how you're going to store them. Or if, like, God forbid, they have, like, a, they have an allergy to certain types of pets, and then that could be, you know, you could be facing a very heartbreaking decision, you know, of what you're going to do there. So whether you you escaped a bad relationship or you may have a good one on the horizon and just don't know it yet, point is you should still enjoy having your own space while you can and really make the most of it. It doesn't necessarily have to be, you know, like around Valentine's Day that we think about this. Just think about the small ways to be grateful for having your own space. Now, if you'll excuse me, this is my last recording of the night, and I gotta, yeah, go go starfish in that king-size bed. <laughs> so, yeah, if you enjoy hearing more perspectives about, you know, how we, how we occupy the space we live in and how we can make the most of it, check out more of my work at homestratosphere.com. Give us a follow on Twitter at homestratos, and I will catch you again next time.